All right, now it's time to talk futures with Todd Colvin, Senior Vice President at, at Ambrosino Brothers. Todd, thanks so much for joining us. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Carolyn. Thanks for having me on. All right, so first let's talk about the dollar. I know you're watching that closely. What are your thoughts as it hit a new year-to-date low this week? It did, but we did see a bit of a bounce this afternoon. So going back to the early part of March, dollar index was about 106. Ever since the bank issues came to the front page of every newspaper, we've seen the dollar getting whacked pretty good. Uh, today, as you mentioned, getting down to a new year-to-date low. But once the bank earnings came out, we started to see the dollar revive itself a little bit. And while the big banks seem to be doing well, it'll be the regional banks that really test the dollar strength here as they start to put out earnings next week. And that will be the key. So I don't really see this as much of a Fed issue as much as it was a bank issue. Uh, and the dollar now just starting to get its sea legs back under it, but needs more confirmation from some of these other regional banks because the regional bank indexes really aren't taking off uh, as initially after we got some of the bank uh, earnings today. So, Yeah, even despite the fact that PNC beat to the upside, we're not seeing shares higher. But if we do, in fact, get more good news next week, especially from the regional banks, you're saying that this modest dollar rally that we're seeing today has some legs. I think it does. I think if you go back to where we were at the beginning of March, it'll be it's a lot to get from 101 to 106 in the dollar index. But that's where we have to get to kind of get back to zero, ground zero as, as such. And then we can start attributing any rallies from there to the Fed and potential rate hikes beyond uh, May FOMC, which right now are sort of flirting in that direction. All right, so let's move on to oil. Currently trading around 82.63 today, so higher, despite the fact that the recession narrative is kind of, uh, you know, continuing to plague markets, especially after those weaker than expected retail sales figures. How high do you think oil can go, or do you think this is kind of a, a good level for it to be? Well, I think oil right now is still playing the supply side of that supply demand tug of war. Uh, when the production cuts came a few weeks ago, we saw that big gap open higher, taking us north of $80. Uh, you know, you see the dollar rally today, but that didn't really have an effect on oil as it did other dollar-based commodities. So I think at this point, you got to ask yourself, can oil go to 90 before it hits 75? I think if we dip back below 80 for any sort of sustained period, 75 is a target. But at this point, if you're going to continue to cut production, if you're going to continue to see, uh, you know, usage rates kind of flatten out, but production slow, $90 seems like a much more attainable level prior to 75. So it'll be interesting to see what happens if this economy can get itself running again. That's one thing. But right now, oil is really just watching the supply side of that equation. But oil at 82, oil at 90 doesn't seem like it would be very good news for the inflation picture. So what are the implications there? How inflationary would that be? Very. And I think that's a concern of most consumers at this point. While we have seen CPI come in, we saw PPI come in this week as well. That's great. And that's the Fed doing its job. But some of these uh, levers and pulleys, the Fed doesn't control. And the supply of oil is one of them. All right. So let's also talk about Bitcoin because it's been having quite the ride. It is lower today, but still above 30,000. So what do you make of of the strength that we've been seeing lately? And do you think it ever gets back up to, you know, it's, it definitely feels higher right now, but it's a long way right. away from those highs that, that you know, the 65,000 level. Does it ever get back there? Well, it go, I mean, Bitcoin is up, what, 80% year to date? So it's had and a 50% from those March lows. So it's had a massive move. Uh, and if you look at what happened to gold today, gold got hit pretty hard back to 2000 uh, and is up only about eight to 10% since those March lows. So 
Bitcoin is separating itself as it did years ago when it first was introduced and became more uh, attainable, I should say, to consumers. And at this point, you know, Bitcoin hovering at around 30,000, uh, we're kind of waiting to see where the demand side of that comes in. Where do some of these investors come in and take a stab at Bitcoin moving from, as you said, 30 up to 38 or 40,000, or will we see a pullback back to 28? Those are big moves in Bitcoin, but right now it seems to be holding at that 30,000 level, despite the fact that we're seeing some of these shifts in gold. So it'll be interesting to see next week and actually over the next several weeks how Bitcoin can sustain this recent price gain. Because right now it seems that there's a lot of technical factors that are pointing towards higher Bitcoin prices. But reality is uh, we could see a modest pullback here in the short term. All right, we'll have to wait and see there. Todd Colvin, Senior Vice President, Ambrosino Brothers. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great weekend. Thanks, you too.